on the one hand, you can have a, an uphill battle, lots of rejection, and it's completely unnecessary. On the other hand, you can find people who are already doing what, what you're looking to do, who are already interested in what you may have to offer, and then it's much easier to engage with them. And ultimately, the only question at that point is, is are you the right person rather than are they even interested in the concept at all? The Doberman Dan Show. The Doberman Dan Show. For renegade entrepreneurs. Get ready for the uncensored. Nothing held back. No BS reality of how business and life really work. Leave the sheeple to their lives of quiet desperation and get ready to experience an, an exhilarating, exhilarating life of, of unbridled, unbridled freedom. freedom. Now prepare yourself because Doberman Dan's off the leash. Hey, welcome to the Doberman Dan Show for Renegade Entrepreneurs. We got uh, a good friend of mine and a renegade entrepreneur, John Angelacci. How you doing, John? I'm doing good. How are you, Dan? I'm doing great. You you've been you've you've been through several reinventions of yourself, like I have. Um, I consider you um, not just a copywriter, but a copywriter slash um, serial kitchen table entrepreneur. You want to tell everybody a little bit of background on yourself, how, how you got, uh, how you became a renegade entrepreneur and, a, and what you're doing now? Sure. Um, well, it started uh, probably a couple of years after I got out, out of the military. I was going to college and I was intending on becoming a, uh, a trainer. So my concept was I was going to be working with the New York Giants, helping uh, those football players to heal, to get back on the football field. And it occurred to me as I was going through this process that it was not only was it going to be very long, it was going to be very costly. And it was going to take years and years and years to make up all of the money I had to spend on this education. So um, I started looking into ways to make money. Uh, and as I started doing that, it dawned on me that um, I was probably much better cut out for the business world in some form or fashion. So I ended up getting into real estate sales. Uh, and I won't go into the whole story, but I actually got into real estate sales after watching an infomercial. So <laughs> uh, it was it was very crazy. I bought the product from the infomercial, but, uh, you know, that product wasn't going to help me do anything. But there was one part of it that said there are certain things that people are always going to need one of them being a place to live, and that's how I made the connection, decided to get into real estate. So um, I, I got my real estate license, which means pretty much absolutely nothing in terms of being able to, to do the business successfully. And um, after six months, I had one sale. Um, I was, you know, I had another job, uh, and things just were not working out. So it dawned on me if I wanted food with my meals, or more food than I was getting, um, I needed to learn how to sell and market. And I came across uh, this guy, Craig Proctor, who at the time was the number one Remax agent in the world. He was selling like two houses a day, uh, almost anyway. It was insane. He was selling three, four, five hundred houses a year at the time. And he had a marketing system, and he explained, look, if you want to uh, sell real estate successfully, you need to have prospects. You need to understand how to market. That's how you get prospects. And then you have to have some basic salesman 
ship skills to be able to convert those prospects into into clients. So um, I got tuned into a system. We started using it. To make a long story short, we started getting three, four hundred leads a month. It was insane, uh, and I ended up making uh, a pretty good income selling. In fact, I think I was somewhere in the top ten percent of uh, of income earners um, across the board for Remax, um, which you know wasn't that 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 sounds good. It's not huge money, but it's pretty good. I was only like twenty four at the time, I think. Uh, and then, um, uh, I started using a system, started writing ads of my own, uh, and then got into real estate investing, got into the mortgage business. Uh, and just to, to kind of give you an idea of how I got into, into copywriting, I had written, um, and, and put together an entire marketing system while I was at the, at the Remax office I was working for that ended up doing over $25 million in sales. Nice. Um, and I wasn't the only one that was involved in making the actual sales, but I put the marketing system together and oversaw the whole thing. And then I used a similar system when I when I started selling mortgages, and we did something like fourteen million in sales in a couple of years. Um, and this is just again, this is like going in from scratch into the business. There are many other, you know, salespeople doing a lot more than that, but they had you know fifteen, twenty, thirty years in the business with a lot of contacts. This is just going in from scratch and putting together a marketing system with nobody knowing who I was. Um, and so, you know, it dawned on me that I was actually not bad at writing ads that were producing results. And um, uh, maybe a year or two after the mortgage thing petered out for me, I started uh, taking on clients. Um, and, you know, I had, I had a bunch of samples. I, I had a pretty good idea of what I was doing. Um, of course, there's a whole lot more to learn as I got into the direct response copywriting business, but uh, that's kind of how I got my start with that. Interesting. Well, and, and so, so when did you make the transition to to doing to being a freelance copywriter full time and and leaving the real estate stuff behind? Uh, probably that's about ten years ago, a little over ten years ago. Um, what I did was I went ahead and I call this my $100,000 email. Um, what I did was I, I sat down and I used the basic marketing skills that I gained to determine, okay, if I'm going to become a copywriter, what I need is I need clients. So who would logically be the best clients I can, I can go after? And I made a list of a bunch of uh, marketing gurus. I think it was a list of maybe 10 or 20 people. And I sent a really simple email to all of them, which um, basically said, you know, I have no idea if you hire copywriters, but if you do or if you ever have any extra work that you need to dish out, I'm available. I've got samples. Uh, let me know. And I had like a quarter of them respond. And that's how I landed clients like Michelle Fortin, who he had a copywriting agency at the time. I ended up working with him for years. Uh, Yannick Silver, Dr. Joe Vitale, who is a star of The Secret uh, movie and, and, and the book, and a couple other people, and uh, that kind of started the whole the whole thing rolling. You know, here's something interesting you said once that you know, every copywriter I know it doesn't we can we don't have to restrict this to copywriters. It's every service provider I know, whatever that is, consultant, website designer, graphic designer, 
the first thing they want to ask me is how do I get how do I get clients or how do I need more clients? How do I get more clients? And um, one of the most interesting things I heard you say, I don't know if it was in a course or if it was in one of our personal conversations was, you know, I figured I could beat my head up against the wall trying to educate a business owner about the, the importance and the value of marketing. And then on top of that, you know, uh, drive myself insane, educating them on the value of good copy and what that can do. Or I can just go find a business that already understands that and uses copywriters <laughs> and approach them. And, um, and, and that was like kind of a, it was one of those no brainer things, but for a lot of people, it was, it was like a, a slap upside the forehead, like, oh yeah, you know, that makes sense. And, and you're in, I remember specifically what you said is you said, I just got out, uh, the SRDS and every company in there that was sending direct mail, uh, uses copywriters. So there's no convincing them about, you know, why they need good marketing or why they need a good copywriter. You just contact them and, uh, and get to the right person that hires copywriters. And that was, that was your main prospecting method for years and years, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, the, the thing about that is, um, just a, a couple of quick, quick things. The most important thing in marketing is your list. Um, that, that's just how it is. That's it. That's the most important thing. So therefore, the primary um, focus of somebody who's in marketing is to find a list of ideal prospects. So in the case of the SRDS, you know, if you are a copywriter, a marketing consultant, or anyone who is a vendor to the direct marketing industry, all your prospects are right there. They're already compiled for you. Um, it's kind of like this. It's kind of, let's pretend you want to you date somebody. You could, you know, go to church or whatever and, and you spot somebody you think you, you may want to go on a date with. And then you have no idea, though, if they're interested, right? And you can now try to somehow convince them they should go on a date with you. Or you can go to a dating site that has thousands of people there that are looking for dates. And you can put up your profile and then somebody will respond. Um, that's kind of the difference. And that's, I think it's important to understand that. Because on the one hand, you can have a, an uphill battle, lots of rejection, and it's completely unnecessary. On the other hand, you can find people who are already doing what, what you're looking to do, who are already interested in what you may have to offer. And then it's much easier to engage with them. And ultimately, the only question at that point is, is are you the right person rather than are they even interested in the concept at all? So... That makes perfect sense. In, in addition to the um, writing copy for clients, you do, have done, are doing several other things. Um, I know you've, you've started a bunch of what I call kitchen table businesses. Um, I, you know, I remember you saying this too. Uh, listen, man, if you can't, um, if you can't rent a list 
or if you can't put up a website and throw some traffic at it and uh, write the copy and create your own product and sell it, you don't have any business uh, uh, taking a client's money to write copy for them. And so numerous times, you've started numerous projects like that. You've, start, you've created your own product. You've either done it in the mail, you've rented a list, you've sent letters out to sell your own product, or you've done it online too, and you've done it with JV. So um, that's that's something that you also do in addition to uh, the freelance copywriting work. Uh, yeah, I, I toy around with that. I'm not. I'm certainly not um, as prolific with it anywhere near as prolific as, uh, as for instance, you've been. <laughs> you know, having your own. Uh, businesses uh, that that do that, but I have I have toyed around with information marketing specifically, and like the first product I ever had was a version of my marketing system for real estate agents, and I remember um, I I was placing little lead generation ads in real estate um, industry publications, and uh, I you know I was using the old model. You place an ad, they call a toll free number, they hear a recorded message, they leave their info, you send them a report, which is has content, but it's it's also a sales letter, and then and then they they purchase, or if they don't, you follow up with them. That was the system I initially used, and I remember the first sale. I actually have a copy of the first check I ever made in mail order doing that, um, and it's it's pretty exciting, you know, when you get that. And so I I've done several of those. I had a course for copywriters on how to get clients. That was something that was uh, semi-successful for a little while, uh, but I I think. You know, I got that from Gary Halbert. That's not something I came up with. If you are a copywriter or a marketing consultant and you cannot sell your own product, then I think it's tough to go out and tell uh, a potential client that you can help them sell their product or service if you can't do it for yourself. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just, you know, um, and, and I'm not saying, I guess, I mean, you could, right? If you have enough knowledge, even if it's untested, if it's somebody else's tested knowledge, you know, you can pull a Tony Robbins on them, find somebody who knows how to do something that's kind of incredible, model them, and then sell it to other people, um, you know, which, is, which is kind of what he does uh, with, with, with a lot of his, uh, his products. But um, I think it's, you know, if you want to be completely ethical, it would be a good idea to actually be able to, to practice what you preach and, uh, you know, test some of this stuff on your, out on your own and, and then go and do it. Uh, but I think that's specifically very important for copywriters because if you don't understand what it's like to go through that process of finding a market, uh, finding out what they're what they want, creating a product, and, and seeing how all of that plays out, you're kind of missing the boat on on what your copywriting clients are going through. You're not going to have the, the empathy there you're not going to really know what's going on so it's not a bad idea to do that once in a while or at least have maybe even a side business where you're doing that so you kind of have your your finger on the pulse of what's going on yeah i agree even if it's just like a clickbank product or whatever mm -hmm. i don't care how much money it's bringing in it's just gaining the experience of doing it and also f finding out the challenges that you have to deal with when you're when you're run, starting and running a business, even if it's a small, you know, digital information product business. And uh, <clears throat> on top of that, man, even if it's only extra grand a month, um, well, that could come in real handy. Um, 
I, a couple years ago, I proposed to an organization who has a large seminar for copywriters um, every year that I, I, I pitched them on letting me do a presentation on uh, how copywriters can start their own kitchen table businesses for, for, these, for all these same reasons. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, a secondary income could come in handy when you're in between clients, that's for sure. But the most important thing is that you get experience, uh, you know, writing copy for your own product, getting it out there, selling it, you know, so you can understand your clients better and understand what they deal with and have some empathy for them. So I, I saw that as two benefits and the, the organization like shot that down <laughs> and I think they shot it down because they knew a, ma a majority of their students simply would not be able to do that. They, they simply don't have the skills to write their own copy and sell their own product, but yet they're still out there marketing themselves uh, to clients, which I found uh, highly ironic. Yeah, you know, there's actually even um, another benefit to having your own uh, product, and that is, if it pops, um, you can do very well. You can you can make as much or more money than being a copywriter or a consultant. Um, so you know, that's that's another potential benefit to it. But um, I, I would agree with you. Just having something on the side. Um, I, I'll give you. I'll give you a, a, another example. Um, I had bought a product called the Product Launch Formula a while back, and I actually used that product to launch the um, How to Get Clients course that I had put together. This is years ago now for copywriters. But the experience of doing that and doing several launches that worked out pretty well, actually, um, I could then go to a client and say, Hey, you know, I actually know how to do a product launch and a lot of people were you know they still are very familiar with that so now that was an extra service that I had experience actually implementing to go out and sell to a client so the more you get you know and, and, and this kind of leads me a little bit into we were talking earlier about this this new promotion idea that I have that I'm working with a client on right now we're testing it out to see how it works and again, if it works out well, I'm going to go ahead and package that. And I'm probably going to package it as a service, not as a product. But still, I'm going to package it with results and experience having done it and go out to other people, other prospects, and, and sell it to them. So there's a benefit to doing that and then being able to get that knowledge and take it and sell it. Tell, tell me more about that specifically, what you're, what you're doing with that client because um, this isn't a typical copywriting gig. So tell me more about what you're doing with them because there might be people, there might be listeners who are interested in this service because I've seen, I've done this myself before with clients and I've seen um, a massive uh, exponential spikes in income from it. So tell, tell us more about what, what you're doing. Okay, sure. Well, basically, in a, in a nutshell, one thing that I think copywriters and consultants would, uh, would do well to do is to find uh, proven marketing campaigns, campaigns that you can use over and over and over again and then resell them to other clients. 
this makes your life easier. And also, if the campaign is proven, you'll probably have to tweak a certain part of it for your specific client situation, but it's a lot easier to implement. So that's one thing that, that, I, that I do on occasions. I test out different marketing promotions. And in this case, I have a client who has a pretty big list, and they're open to testing all sorts of things. So we're testing this campaign out. Um, it works well if somebody has a list of at least 5,000 subscribers. A little less than that is okay, too. But, you know, you want to have a decent-sized list. I think 5,000 isn't really that big anyway. But it'll work, it'll work well with that. And um, I won't get into too many specifics, but basically what we're doing is we're going to take that big list, we're going to create a hyper-responsive smaller list from it, and we're going to do a specific kind of a launch. Um, and essentially, we're going to create a buying frenzy. Uh, if this works out the way I think it will work out, we're probably going to end up getting uh, a lot of people on that smaller list, maybe even up to 10 to 15% of it, to actually purchase. Um, and that's a great way to create these occasional spikes in sales uh, because it's a promotion you could probably do two or three times a year and it, it wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't burn out your list and it wouldn't look, you know, uh, weird or anything. It would be something that actually brings a lot of value to, to the list because I'll give you one quick hint. We end up giving um, a lot of value out during that small window of usually five to seven days that, that the launch is going to go. Um, and so you're, you're actually endearing the list to you through this process. It, it works, you know, pretty well. I've seen it done before. Uh, I've never done it quite this way. That's what we're testing and have to see how it's going to work. Uh, but I'm pretty certain it's going to do well. And uh, if it does, again, going back to what I said earlier, I'll have numbers and proof that it works and I can go out and present it to other potential clients. And, and, and now I've got something else I can sell. Absolutely. I, I've, I've done some variations on this. And... Um the response has always exceeded my expectations. So I, I think your projections, you're, I think you're going to find out that your projections are pretty conservative. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for you. I think it's going to work out really well. If yeah. somebody, um, if somebody were interested in contacting you to discuss the possibilities about that, what's the, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, best way would probably be to send me an email uh, at john at johnangelcopywriting.com or at copybum at yahoo.com and then I can tell them a little bit about it. Typically, if, if somebody contacts me, what I'll do is um, if, if they have the right situation, we'll, you know, we'll probably email back and forth a couple of times. I want to make sure they have the right situation. If they do, I'll actually explain to them exactly how this works. Uh, the devil's in the details, though, and in the copy. <laughs> so, you know, most of the time, uh, if they're savvy enough, they can run with it. But most of the time, they're going to probably want me to go ahead and at least work with them at implementing it. Um, uh, but I, I wanted to say one other point about this. If it works well to your list, you can actually use the exact same process to a rented list or to pay-per-click traffic or to anything like that. You can, you can actually do that if you wanted to with it. So it goes beyond the scope of just your own subscriber list but the reason I want to test it there first as you know typically a subscriber list or even better a buyer list your own buyer list is going to be you know five to ten times more responsive 
so basically what you what you're creating in addition to um, launching this to the customers list now you've created an an, an ongoing asset that they can use via other media or pay-per-click or rented lists or whatever yeah absolutely with with a little bit of tweaking uh, that's exactly what would happen and that again again as a copywriter and consultant that gives me yet another revenue stream um, that I keep pointing that out because if you've got copywriters and consultants listening to this, I think it's important to try to create revenue streams that go beyond just a flat fee. Nothing wrong with flat fee. I would say 90% of what I earn is from a flat fee, but if you have these other revenue streams from work you're already doing, you know, obviously that's it just adds to, to your income. Well, plus, if if you're lazy like me, uh, what you can do with this is basically your a lot of this stuff you're recycling. Yes, you have to customize it to each client. There's some tweaking that needs to be done, but it's not like you're writing a brand new magalog for each new client. You know that you get a lot of this stuff is just going to be recycled. In fact, the mere thought of having to write a brand new magalog for each new client. Just makes me want to um, start drinking heavily. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think I think that um, especially copywriters um, in, in in a direct res response niche, they get you know they sort of fall in love with this concept of writing a control for one of the huge direct response companies and getting paid royalties for years to come and becoming a rock star copywriter and all that. And uh, I'm here to tell you, you will make probably more money, a lot easier and faster by finding people who know something about marketing that you can help right away with these kinds of marketing campaigns than trying to, you know, become the next Gary Bentevenga or something like that. Oh, heck yeah. This is, this is the way to go. I'm in fact, you know, that's why we talk today because I'm a selfish bastard and this, uh, of course I'm sharing this on my, I'm sharing this on my podcast, but you know, frankly, I just wanted to learn more about this myself because, um, well, you can make a lot more money for the client a lot faster, and the amount of work that I have to do to to get this launched is is infinitely uh, less than having to write a whole new promotion from scratch and stuff. So. Yeah, I, I think you're on to something really good. So, Yeah, I mean, I think copywriters need to, need to understand that your income doesn't have to be dependent upon how much you toil. Um, it has to be dependent upon results, in my opinion. So, you know, if you can write one word and make the client an extra million and you get 5% of that, what's wrong with that? I mean, what, you know, they didn't have that million to begin with. Uh, you know, as opposed to writing a, a 10,000-word magalog that takes you three months and, you know, two divorces before you get done. Uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make it easier. Yeah. And, well, ex except in my case, it was three divorces. So, yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I, yeah, that's, you know, this is a perfect example of a renegade entrepreneur. You you figured out a way to to leverage your experience in freelance copywriting into making more money uh, by by doing less work. That, that there's 
If that's not the example of the renegade entrepreneur, I don't know what is. And, and ultimately, if it all works out well, also bringing a lot more value to the clients because these are revenue streams for them uh, that are in addition to whatever else they're doing. I mean, most of them aren't thinking of doing this kind of stuff. They're thinking about how can we get more profits in on the front end? How can we convert those? And they might, they might be thinking about what they can do on their back end to generate sales from their existing customers. So this is a, you know, uh, an additional revenue stream that doesn't take a lot um, for them to implement. And also, if you're doing it to their existing list, it doesn't even cost them anything, really, you know, for the email. That's right. Well, any, 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 definitely any copywriter or any service provider should definitely start thinking about how they could incorporate this into their business. John, I've kept you longer than I told you I was going to keep you. So I appreciate your time today. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you, Dan. All right. Great talking with you. Talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Doberman Dan Show for Renegade Entrepreneurs. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. And also make sure to head over to DobermanDan.com and subscribe to all the free tools, tactics, and secrets to help build your business quickly so you can experience the Renegade Entrepreneur lifestyle. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes where our guests reveal their best secrets for financial independence and living a completely free lifestyle.